0: Welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast. I'm your host, tonight and I'm Andrew Nickel. And today on the show we're talking about preparing your own home for the rental market. Now, this is gonna be a fascinating one because if you are living in your current house and you're thinking, oh, I might rent this out because you're moving cities, you've got a new job, maybe you want to upgrade your house. If you are gonna do that, there are
1: some things you are going to want to do to prepare it for the rental market. So, first things first, you shouldn't rent out your own home. Now I say that because Number one, you're probably too emotionally attached. So especially if you've raised your family there and you've kept your house pristine and you just love it, you're going to be saddened by the way tenants are going to treat it some of the time. And the other part to it is, look, most properties don't actually make good rental properties when you look at the numbers. So yeah, you might be able to rent it out. That doesn't make it a good investment. And I would say no to nine out of 10 properties. So what makes you think that your property is the one out of the 10? That's a good investment. But if you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, Andrew Nichols got it wrong here, <laughs> you've heard the warning, you're just going to do it anyway. Well, here we go. Here's how you do it. Do you know what this feels a
0: bit like, Andrew, going off script? Do you know how these days, if you go to an uns Unce, Unce dance festival- I have
1: no idea, but I know that you've been embracing. And I met some great podcasters, by the way, at this- very your happy festival you went to.
0: Your words, not mine. Yep. And it feels a bit like, you know how they sometimes have drug testing stations and you know that the drugs are illegal. What did you test? But then they, no, not <laughs> that one. That was drug and alcohol free, thank you. <laughs> and my chakras are full. And um, <laughs> and they test the drugs. Do you know what I mean? I have no idea. I've never done it myself, but I feel like this is it. We're like, no.
1: Right, what you're doing is wrong. But if you're going to do it anyway, here's <laughs> yeah, yeah, your test.
0: Yeah. Got it. So number one is to sort the gardens out and I'd be taking out anything that you're overly sentimental that you'd be upset about if it got hurt. And I'll give you an example and I call the story Uncle Brian's Memorial Rosebush because (laughs) a couple of years back at Venture, we had one property investor when we were managing that property, they've got to rent out their own home. And there was this rose bush in the back garden that they'd planted in memory of their late uncle who- Didn't
1: have the remains under it or anything like no, that. No, no. It's oh, just a
0: memory. Okay. okay He's not right. under there. Okay. So, I mean, having said that, there are situations where people might- Well, I've create... got Monty. I've got Monty in my garden. Yeah, exactly. Well, imagine if you'd planted a rose bush to remember Monty- cat. Your cat- and then the funny thing is listeners of the show wouldn't know who Monty was until we yeah, explained it was the cat. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like you that
1: you're not You'd read and seriously. You'd,
0: you'd yeah. rented out your house, and somebody's hacked the rose bush, oh, and that's what happened to this situation. Monty. A couple of years later, owners come through to inspect the property, that I know sometimes property investors who rent out their own home want to do that. The tenants had basically hacked it to death because it was too much maintenance, and that obviously upset the owners. So look, I would remove anything sentimental from the garden and I'd be making sure that it's as low maintenance as possible because the tenants are not going to look after the gardens as much as you likely would the vast majority of the time.
1: Number two is the wallpaper and paint. So another property investor who'd been living in their house for 20 years and they decided, okay, we're actually going to move to Auckland. Now, they decided they're going to keep their house as a rental property. Now, a couple of years in, they get the property inspection report and they look through and, what's well, this? The wallpaper's peeling, and they got really upset because they thought, well, this is the tenant's fault. They must have done something. They must, you know, be running steam through the house through the shower, leaving the bathroom door open because that wallpaper shouldn't be peeling. But here's the thing: where it's your house, you kind of get used to not updating things, and you, when you're walking through it, you don't kind of notice that maybe that wallpaper is lifting a little bit. Near the bathroom or wherever it is, and you ignore just the fear, wear and tear, because you're living in the house. It doesn't really matter, and it happens over time. But if you see gradual photos or, or sporadic photos, you're more likely to notice a drastic change, and that's when it starts to bother you. And you think, "Well, that shouldn't be happening."
0: Because you get the photos every three months, yeah, right?
1: It's kind of like if Ed started growing his hair every day. Say Ed just started eating custard squares every morning and got fat and I see them every day, I don't notice. Well, if I see a photo three months later, then you're more likely to notice. Ed, you're not getting fat, don't worry.
0: Um, I was wondering where that story was going. So what should people do when they're preparing their house?
1: Look, you probably, if you have got wallpaper, you might just actually strip it and put some paint on because it's much easier wearing than the likes of wallpaper. Or just make sure it's appropriately stuck down and or kind of try and take this as a rental and
0: ignore it a little bit. And... By painting it, you're also going to make your property more appealing to the mass market. Now, number three is healthy homes. Now, often, or sometimes, your owner-occupier home that you've lived in for years and you think is great does not comply with the healthy homes legislation. And I was at a friend's house the other day, and I noticed that in their ensuite bathroom, they don't have an extractor fan. And I thought, oh, this is really interesting. You often don't see many bathrooms that don't have any sort of ventilation, so I ignored that for a bit. Sat back on the couch with my wine, and then they mentioned that they're going to rent this house out, or they're thinking about it at some point. I said, "Well, before you do that, you know you've got to put an extractor fan in your bathroom to make sure that's Healthy Homes compliant." And my point here is that you might love your house, you think it's great, you think it's healthy, you think a tenant would love it. It doesn't mean that it's compliant with the Healthy Homes legislation, and so make sure that you get it inspected so that you're not breaking the law and aren't going to be hit with up to a $4,000 fine.
1: Next one is keys for every lock. So for health and safety, you need to have a key for every lock in the house. Now, this is your garages, your back doors, but windows is one that people forget. So if you've got a window where it's actually got a locking mechanism on it, you need to have a key. And if you don't have a key, you need to replace that key because if there was a fire or something like that and someone needed to use it as an exit, you don't want, them burning down the house.
0: Yeah, or you could take it out. But whatever it is, every single lock needs to have a key. Pop quiz, Andrew. Yep. Do you have a key or do you know where the key is for every single lock in your house?
1: My personal house? Yeah. God, no. Do you know? Have you got a set of keys? What, for your house? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, definitely do not.
0: Yeah, and I think for some people, they might have a back door in the garage that they don't know where I the have key no is. no idea. But. Every single door needs to have a key for it. Number five, and I think this is good as well. Sometimes landlords move out and they don't clean the property properly because they think, well, it's okay. It's just a tenant. Now, I know there are going to be some landlords listening to the show saying, I can't believe some people think like that. But these are all informed by real examples from the landlords that we deal with within our property management company. So really important that you get a professional cleaner in there, in my view. And this comes back to the central issue of turning your home into a rental. Not everyone lives the way that you do. They might not appreciate the eccentricities of your home. They might not put up with the things you're happy to do. And also, they might not be as careful with your home as they would be. I really do think it's important if you go to turn your own home into a
1: rental, get a professional cleaner first. And this is probably the most important one. If you're going to do it, if you're going to rent out your own home, use a property manager and never ever again. it again. Because sometimes property investors come back after moving away and then they go and they want to go through the property themselves. And because of that emotional attachment and because Uncle Barry's remains are still in the backyard and Monty's as well, they go through and then they get themselves upset. So just don't do it to yourself. If you've decided your property is going to be an investment property, treat it like an investment. Use the professionals. Leave them to do their job. And number seven for me, this is the last one, is sorting
0: out all of the eccentricities in your home. Now, you know how in your house there are sometimes doors, not your specific house, yeah, Andrew, was... but doors that open in a funny way or a window you've got a jimmy open for a specific oh, yeah, yeah. You've reason. You've got to hold
1: your tongue a particular way to get the you window know, open.
0: Cross your eyes and hope the wind changes, <laughs> all of that sort of stuff.
1: You know something weird that
0: you've learned by living there for many years. You have got to tell your property manager about that so the tenants so, know. But even better, get that sort of stuff sorted. And again, it's the same thing. You've been there for ten years. You've got used to it. You know that you've got to do a sort of rain dance to get the shower to work a specific way. I hope that's not offensive <laughs> that was a these good days, one. is it? No, I don't think it's a fa-
1: if, that, if that's offensive. Then people should just stop listening now,
0: because. You might be okay with that happening, but your tenants probably won't be. So make sure that is all fixed. And when we're talking about eccentricities, sometimes people have really weird stuff in their houses that they love. Maybe a specific wallpaper, or a specific chandelier. Hi, or, are you now you are attacking me? Maybe some taxi derby all <laughs> over their house. Yes, that's you. But you know how you customize your house to your specific tastes. And so you absolutely love it, but it might not make your house have broad appeal to the mass market when you go to rent it. And that can mean it's harder to find a tenant. So again, I'd be taking out anything that's too eccentric. If you are planning this to be a long-term rental property, we're you about to say taking myself I, out I of see, the property? I said you. <laughs> oh. But take that stuff out to make it have that more broad appeal. Right, let's go get a custom square, Ed. <laughs> Right, we're going to wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Really helps other people learn about the show in the podcast apps. And hey, if you want to learn more about property investment, come to our webinar tonight. It's on at 7pm, the day we release the show, Tuesday the 31st of January. And we're going to talk about how you can actually start investing in property in 2023. Links down in the show notes, so tap or swipe over the cover art, it's in there. Or just go to opuspartners.co.nz, you'll be able to sign up. Look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Steve Knight, And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most after of the property market. Until next time.